Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with athlete, triathlon coach, and author Jen Rulon. She has been a triathlon coach for 20-plus years and the owner of JenRulon.com. She received her master's degree in kinesiology with an emphasis in exercise science. She displays her knowledge as an author and speaker, ranging from triathlete magazine, Runner's World, and on the TEDx stage, the Health and Wellness Expo in San Antonio, Texas, Men's Journal Online, New York Times, and so many other locations. Jen currently has a book out called Self-Motivation, Strategies for Women, and it is how she has lived her life through passion, grit, and heart. Enjoy this interview. So, Jen, it's great to meet you. Thank you for taking a minute out today. I appreciate it. Well, thanks for adjusting for me. I appreciate you. you yeah, you bet. Yeah, so you've had an interesting life, and before we get into it, you know, we've lived through some interesting times on planet Earth for the last three years with COVID. I'm curious how you survived that time period and how it's changed the way that you live your life now. Um, you know, for me, I, you know, I was a, I was an online triathlon coach since 2013. So really nothing changed other than the fact that I just lost clients, right? Because nobody knew if we were still doing triathlons and racing. And so it was very hard for people to justify why they needed a triathlon coach when we didn't even know if there were going to be any Ironmans in 2020 and 2021, right? So I, um, I shifted a focus a little bit and I literally launched a women's program, um, three weeks before COVID. And so I had seven girls in my program and they were like, I don't know if I should do this. And now I'm like, y'all need to do this. We all need this together because we're not going to see each other, you know? And so when I would talk to them weekly, I said, all right, I, you know, you guys have five minutes to complain and, 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 and complain about all you want to complain about. And then I said, but now we're going to focus on what we can do moving forward because we can't do anything about it now. We can look ahead and figure out some things. So I started recognizing that as a triathlon coach of over 20-some years, I don't think I, I didn't feel like I was being truly authentic with my coaching. And so I've shifted it. It's not just about the swim, bike, and run. It's about everything and everyday life and learning how to live authentically and taking the mask off, no pun intended, you know, and really showing up in the, in the world for not only for yourself, but for your family, for your, your job or whatever that might be. So let me get a, an exact handle on exactly what you do right now. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day. Oh, uh, yeah. So one of the kids looks up at you and says, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? I am a triathlon coach who is a author and a speaker. So what did you want to be when you were in the third grade? What was your dream to grow up and become? Oh, I already did it. Um, <laughs> um, so I, uh, I knew that I wanted to work with marine mammals. And uh, I, uh, in seventh grade, I knew I was going to work with marine mammals, and I did. I received my biology degree um, at the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater with a psychology minor, and I worked at a couple marine mammal facilities uh, 
uh, I did an internship at Minnesota Zoo with dolphins. I moved down to Gulfport, Mississippi. For two years, I worked with dolphins and sea lions down there, and then I moved over to San Antonio, Texas, and uh, worked with uh, beluga whales, Pacific oysthead dolphins, California sea lions, Pacific walruses, and ended my career with uh, the killer whales. So, yeah, it was a 14-year career. It was amazing. It was an incredible career. Yeah, but I left. I left on my terms, and that was uh, what I tend to do a lot with my life. That's good. That's that's like the Sinatra yeah. song, "My Way." So yes, you know. So there's athletes out there, and all athletes are. They all have their unique set of abilities, but a triathlon is is kind of a super um, organism. How, what what made you want to become a triathlete? Take me back to your childhood and how these seeds that have lived through you now as a coach, how did they take root and become who you are? Sure. So here's another moment. In 1989, I saw the Ironman World Championship on um, ABC Wide World of Sports. And some of, it depends on how old your, peop, how old your followers are, but um, you might remember the tagline, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. And you could see the g- gentleman like tumbling down the ski um, but uh, I saw Dave Scott and Mark Allen doing the Ironman World Championship in Hawaii, and these guys were neck and neck. Like they were, they were going at it. You know, they were running under six-minute miles for the marathon. And then um, uh, hour later, I saw the first female cross the finish line, and her name is Paula Newby Frazier. And I literally said, "Oh, if she can do it, I can do it." And so I literally. Um, I told my mom and my grandfather at the time in 1989 that I was going to do the Ironman World Championship in Hawaii. And by the time I was 30, now at that time, you know, you didn't really have to qualify. You could just sign up, right? Um, but here was the thing about me. I hated running. <laughs> and I was never really a good runner. And so, like, I would swim around. I would swim. I, I loved swimming. Um, I would bike around my town in Whitewater, Wisconsin, but then my running, I, I didn't like running. You know, I played softball and I didn't, I didn't run track. And so I got good at running and, you know, it was like, you know, you practice 10,000 hours or whatever. And that's probably what I did for running. And I got really good at running and I qualified for the Ironman World Championship in 2017 in Mont Tremblant, Canada. And then eight weeks later, I participated in the in my dream, and it was a 28 year old dream, and I accomplished it, and it was incredible. Um, but you know that's that's the short, that's the very very short um, answer or story because there's a lot of heartache and hurt and injury and wins and losses in between that in between those 28 years. Well, to that journey, too, we're only as good as those that we look up to in our lives sometimes. Who's been a hero for you or a, a role model? Mm, right away, my grandpa, uh, Gaskin, my mom's dad. Um, so when he, when I told him I was going to do the Ironman World Championship in Hawaii, he told me he would come and watch me and be my sponsor. And I actually still have a letter from him saying that he would sponsor me when I go. Um, so my grandpa, I mean, he was the, you know, he was the World War II hero, the Purple Heart. Like, he stayed active 
probably six months before he died. He would go to the pool with his friends, and then he would go get donuts, you know, and, and he was 89 years old when he passed. But um, unfortunately, he did not see me cross the finish line, but in reality, he did. So let me ask you this. You've probably been down a lot of very interesting paths and met a lot of interesting people in your life, but if you mm-hmm. can meet one person that on this planet right now and spend some time with them, who would it be? My first, my very first thought is Oprah Winfrey. In your life right now, obviously, as, as, as a, uh, a champion, you know, you've had to really train, and there's a lot of things that go into it mentally and physically. But for your life right now to train others and, and to do what you want to do on a daily basis, what ultimately motivates you? What gets you out of bed and gets you through the day? I love my life. I love how I feel. I love... I love waking up and saying thank you to the universe, to, you know, whatever your beliefs are. That is the very first thing I do when I, when I, when I put my feet on the ground because I get to, I get to live. I get to choose, choose whatever, like whatever mood I'm in, right? I get to make that choice. And if I can wake up every day with gratitude because I'm breathing, oh my God. How beautiful is that? How do you look I don't back? Know if on I that answered my question. Yeah, you did. You absolutely did. So okay. I'm going to take this to the end of that day. How do you look back at the end of that day, the proverbial day, and say that was a good day? How do you quantify that? It's always a good day. I'm still li- I'm still breathing. I'm still living. Even even if there were maybe um, oh, there's a butterfly, and that's my grandpa. Even if there was, um, even if there was those moments of frustrations, or like you know, I I get a phone call from whatever a bill or whatever that I missed, or you know whatever that might be, or you know, or my car broke down, or I had a flat tire, or whatever. It's still a good day because I'm still alive, and like I can I could sit there and be upset and grumpy about my flat tire or the bill, or whatever, but either one, you can be grumpy about it, or you address it, and I always choose to address it, and when I go to bed, I, before I go to bed, I say my three thank yous, and that's something that I talked about in one of my, um, in my commencement speech this past year, you know, I say three thank yous for the past, the present, and the future, um, and yeah, so let's say you have a drink tonight. You run into the younger version of yourself, say in your early 20s, and you could give that version of you a piece of advice based on the wisdom you've gained, the roads you've been down, the things you've overcome. Mm. What would you tell your young version? Stop worrying. It's going to work out. And ironically, sometimes I have to tell my 51-year-old self the same thing. So in this life that you've lived, what are you the proudest of? What's the one thing you've done that you continually come back to and you just feel good about? I think currently, um, I think packing up my my life as I knew it and moving down to Costa Rica was a big thing for me. Um, you know, it just happened recently. Um, and people, of course, everybody's asking questions like, how are you going to do it? Why? What? You know, and I just... I I just said, I don't know. And I just let it happen naturally. And I've been here for over a year now. And 
you know, I would do my every 90 days, I would go back to the States, you know, I would sell, I sold my car, I sold my Jeep, I bought a car down here, like, for me to leave the life that I knew for quite some time, it, it was the right thing to do for me and for my happiness. I had to go back to my first love, and my first love is the ocean. What's been one of the best fan letters you've ever gotten? Fan letters? I've never gotten a fan letter. No. no? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I've, I've gotten feedback and people saying, you know, on Instagram and, you know, testimonies, but I haven't gotten a fan um, You know, I would say... You know, honestly, I think the best fan letter I probably ever got was just uh, a couple weeks ago. I, I hung out in California with my niece, and at the end of the the trip, she said to me, Aunt Jennifer, come here. And I said, yeah, what's up, baby? And she gives me this huge hug and just says, thank you for a wonderful weekend. Yeah. So everyone out there has a perception of you, your family, your friends, your fans, clients. But ultimately, you're in control of your life. You live it. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I'm real. I'm authentic. I probably wasn't for quite some time. I think I hid. I think I hid who I was for uh, for uh, some time. Um, somebody said to me, oh, my gosh, you're too much. I was like, no, I don't think you knew who I was. Um, I'm happy. I'm joyful. I will turn a crappy situation into a better situation. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm passionate. I'm vulnerable. Wonderful. When I get pissed off, I get pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm human, you know. I mean, we all get that way, you know. I'm human. So, Jen, if anyone out there wants to learn more about you and what you do with your life these days, and just historically speaking, where's the best place on the web for them to go? You could go to jenrulon.com, J-E-N-R-U-L-O-N.com, or you could always check out my Instagram, uh, Coach Jen Rulon is is the way to go and if you dm me I'll, I'll respond to you probably within you know 15 20 minutes jen thank you for opening up thanks for your story it's been wonderful so many oh my god that was parties. amazing thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with joe domino where we cover the world of art literature business spirituality music and more from around the globe if you want to hear more interviews visit the famous interviews with joe domino channel on youtube you can also find us on spotify and apple podcasts thanks again for listening and until next time.